This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, so downs. All right, let's start with let's start with Grizzly because I think there's the the other one's probably going to take a little bit more time. Scott, why don't you why don't you take take the lead here? Yeah, just think Matt Grizzly continues to not really play up to the level that we've seen him play at before. Um, you know, in, in short, not having McAvoy the last two games do- doesn't help. That's obviously his usual partner. Um, you know, it's in Jim Montgomery's been asked a couple of times. I know I asked him, and then I think a couple of days later, someone else asked him, just like, what have you thought of Grizzly's play since he came back from injury? And he, people remember like he was on IR and came back for the Rangers game down in New York that Saturday right after Thanksgiving. And I feel like he hasn't played all that well since returning. Montgomery keeps saying like he's getting better each game, at least publicly Montgomery seems happy with his play. He highlighted, you know, Grizzly's ability to go to quickly transition from defense to offense and vice versa. He doesn't get caught in between like some other players do. And that's fine. I just see, I see someone who's spent too much time in his own zone who hasn't ended plays as quickly as we usually see. Usually that's a real strength of his is like his footwork and stick work so good that he forces turnovers and gets going the other way. Um, And then offensively, I don't think he's really been all that involved. And with, with Grizz, like his offensive involvement doesn't, it doesn't just have to be points because he's never put up a lot of points, but it's, it's activating the offensive zone, being part of, um, you know, being, being part of a good cycle, making good passes. And that's not just a him problem. Cause that takes, that takes all five guys on the ice contributing to get that cycle going. But I also think like when he's had a chance to be involved offensively, um, he just hasn't been as much as we've seen in the past. Yeah. And I don't have, it's funny because we've gone, we went over this before we started and some of these we disagree on Um, this one. I do agree with you, Scott, but I just, I don't have as many criticisms of him. I think he's been quiet, but I don't think he's been bad. I think he's, we know what he can do. We know that he can get involved more in offense. He hasn't. Um, but I also wouldn't say like he's been terrible since he came back from injury. He's just not a hundred percent looking like himself offensively. So um, I know Brian, Ryan's making a face at me right now. Oh no, no, um, sorry. I, it's not at you. I was, I was reading something. But I think that this next one is the one that's more 
contentious one, um, because actually, we disagree. First, first, sorry, Bridget. Just one one last thing in Grizzly because I just happened to to look this up. He's he's one of only two Bruins defensemen who's a minus at five on five this year, and the other's Mason Lorai who's a minus six. But Grizzly's a minus two, and even like expected goals, he's under fifty percent and. Usually Grizzly is like an analytics darling. So right. yeah, that's kind true. Of, to kind of I further highlight that, what I'm that Grizzly Carlo pair used to have incredible analytics when they were together. Is that two years ago or last year? Um, I remember you always bringing up there how how good they were with the advanced stats. Um well Gri- Grizzly McAvoy even more so. I mean that they yeah. were like usually so the, best the fa- Bridget, the face I was making was like I, I was just looking at it. I didn't realize it was – I knew it was low. I, he's got one point in 17 games, Grizzly. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a defenseman, but, I mean, sometimes – look, I, I know there's a lot of analytics that go into player performances and not just, the like, the, the main stat line. I get it. Sometimes the main stat line does kind of tell you a lot what you need to know. Um, one point in 17 games minus one. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Bridget, you can, you can definitely – sorry. One – Sorry, but yeah, before we get to our final subject here, um, while we were recording, Jacob Zaboro cleared waivers, so no one, no one claimed him. Poor kid. So, unfortunately for him, he's going to remain stuck in Providence. I feel like he's Donkey and Shrek. I'm all alone with no one <laughs> to claim me. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, that sucks. Imagine like being like, "Yo, can you guys waive me?" Because like I kind of want a chance somewhere else, and the Bruins being like, "Sure," because we don't, like, no one's going to take you, and then no one takes you. It's like. Yeah. My God. Yeah, no that that one hurts. That that one hurts if you're him. How's that 2015 draft looking? I mean, I'm not I'm not one of those people to really harp on it because like so much time is. Yes, passed. you are. No, <laughs> you speaking no, of, no, 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 it's been a while since I brought up Zach. Yeah, back when people were trying to make Zach Senishin happen and he and he sucked. It's like stop trying to convince me Zach Senishin is going to be anything or Zaboro, like you know whatever. But yeah, speaking of Scott, stop trying to make fetch happen, okay? Um, speaking of. Speaking of that stuff. draft, though, our next person on on the up or down mm. list is Jake DeBrusque. Jake and Brian Jake and Scott DeBrusque. have polar opposite views on how he's played the last few games. I'm kind of in the middle, so <laughs> let's go. Let's go to Brian with the down first. <laughs> okay, well, I just want to clarify two things real quick. Number one, you guys will at least back me when I say. I typically only harp on somebody if I think that there's a lot more there um, because they're capable of more. And also this is more of a macro perspective on him, not necessarily the last couple of games. So what I'll say about DeBrusque is this, and I know it's been talked about before, so I'm going to keep it brief and let Scott do his thing. Um, But Jake DeBrusque, where, 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 where'd Jake go? Where is he? All right. So, Oh boy, 26 games, four goals in 26 games, seven assists, 11 points, plus six. Okay. Um, on the year, DeBrusque has 58 shots, which is a 6.9. Go ahead, Scott, you can say nice. Uh, shooting percentage. So he has the third most shots on the team. Okay, that's that, that's what I'm trying to illustrate. He has the third most shots in the team, and he just has a really bad shooting percentage. So one can make the argument against me, like he's got third third more shots on the team. He's got bad luck. He is creating. It's bound to happen at some point. And I'm here to say, like, fine. I'm not going to argue that anymore. 
I'm not going to argue like he's making things happen. You know, the, 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 the chances are, are there, like whatever, fine. Um, what I can tell you is that he's like, you watch somebody last night, like Morgan geeky and it jumps off the page. Every shift he's giving it his all. And there have been shifts this year where DeBrusque is getting his nose in there. It's not enough. And he's, and for, have you guys ever heard the band, the record company? No, I, I've heard of them. I can, they have a, they have a song um, called make it happen. And that's the point I'm at with DeBrusque. Like, I don't care what anybody tells me anymore. I don't, I don't care. And so I'm not trying to do a mic drop on Scott before he goes. Like, I'm at the point now where it's like, just, just make it happen. Like start scoring because that's what you're being paid to do. And that's what your team needs of you. And people can tell me until they're blue in the face, Brian, look at this, 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 and this, it would tell you, it would suggest to you, it's going to happen. What I'm, what my response is, is I don't care, make it happen because until then, what do you want me to do with this? Like you do, everybody has a job to do. Scott, if you're like, you're, you're paid to, to run digital and, and at, at EEI and do a lot more over, overseeing and you write articles. And it's like, you know, if like, if it'd be one thing, if I watched the brusque and said, man, this, this kid's just, he's busting his balls. Sorry, Bridget. He's busting his ass. Every, every time he's out there, he's just snake bitten. But Scott, that'd be one thing, but Scott, you can't honestly tell me that's the case. It's just not, it's, it's here and there. It's not a lot. And he just has to make it happen. And until then, he's just going to be underwhelming to me. All right, Brian, look at this. <laughs> um, no, look, obviously, DeBrusque has more to give. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's been awesome and no one should worry about anything like. What? Yes, his shooting percentage is very low. And part of that is bad luck. And I think it will come up naturally. He also does need to shoot more. Last year, he was just under three shots on goal per game. This year, he's just over two. So basically taking one fewer shot per game on, on goal. His, his number of attempts are like more in line, but he's had some miss the net, more blocked. Um, part of that is he's, you know, until Wednesday night, still not on the first power play unit, obviously just by the nature of being on a top power play unit, you're going to get more chances. And he did last year. And, um, you know, it's basically playing half as much power play time this year. So that's a factor too. My, why I'm just not worried about DeBrusque really is I just still think he's making more good things happen than bad. And I thought he played pretty well Wednesday night. He set up two golden opportunities for Pasternak. If one of those goes in where we're talking about the Bruins winning two to one and DeBrusque setting up one of the goals instead, you know, Pasternak, who's a great finisher, didn't bury either of those chances. Um, you know, I'll keep them. Like I can do this. I can do this with fancy stats or just normal stats, but. Brian specifically told you to not do that. He said, don't say this, 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 well, and this. Guess what? <laughs> Brian Brian, Brian's not my dad, and he can't control me. <laughs> oh, Scott, 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 Scott. Uh, no, no, Scott can read them all off because, honestly, this is not just for he and I to discuss. This is for the listeners and everything. Um, 
my 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 response is gonna be do it not almost but it's not just for me so okay so expected goals four percentage at five on five and for i've used this step before but for people who don't know this is basically percentage of scoring chances when you're on the ice like what percentage of goals would your team be expected to score based on the chances that you're getting and giving up jake debrusque is at 56.1 percent this year the only bruin better than him is james van reemstein actual goals the non-fancy stat just actual pucks in the net at both ends of the ice debrusque at five on five has been on the ice for 16 bruins goals seven opponent goals plus nine best mark among forwards only brendan carlo and hampus lindholm are better on the whole team so they are pretty decisively outscoring opponents when he's on the ice and getting more scoring chances than they're giving up when he's on the ice and i think his play is part of that i don't think he's just a passenger who happens to be stuck with really good players um i think he his defensive game has come a long way in, in a couple of years. Obviously, playing on line with Bergeron and Marchand helped with that, but I think he's taken those habits even being away from them now. Um, and I think he has helped create chances. He has not finished enough himself, not at all. Um, he does have to score more because he's getting paid to do that and the Bruins need him to do that. But I've said it before, I – would be a lot more concerned about DeBrusque if other good things weren't happening when he's on the ice. As long as those other good things are happening, I'm not super concerned. And I think he will start putting up points at some point. Uh, I think, I think he's looked good on the line with Pasternak. I think they've played off each other pretty well, whether it's been Zaka or geeky in the middle. So I would give that a little longer look and hope that playing with Pasternak gets him going more on the score sheet. That was like watching Scott open up gifts like a kid on Christmas, getting to use his advanced analytics to prove his point is like that. Yeah. I was smiling. Cause I was like, this is Scott's in his, in his glory right now. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, DeBrusque's, DeBrusque's agent must be, so excited for contract negotiations this year with teams. Well, oh, you guys should see his uh, his expected goals per when he's out there, and that's going to go a long way to get him a, a <laughs> contract next year with somebody. Can I just quickly give mine because I'm not as like one way or the other. Um, mine because Brian gave his in the form of a song title. I'm gonna do that too. So I'm gonna go with the weekend. I feel it coming. Uh, Cause I feel like the goals are coming. So, um, <laughs> so that's, that's where I am. I, I think Scott's stats, as you just heard, kind of bear that out. Um, I don't think he's been not trying, you know, you know what I mean? Like he's been trying, I've seen him working hard um, on the shifts. At least that's what my eyes are telling me when he's out there. He's not, he's not being lazy. Um, maybe he's not working the same as a geeky or a Heinen. He's probably a little bit more comfortable. Um, and those guys are on the outside. And so those guys need to play like that. I'm not saying he doesn't, but there's a reason why there's a little bit more fire. And also that's more geeky's game. That's more Heinen's game than it is to game. So I feel it coming. 
Uh, I think that well, it's it's right there. And for his sake, he really does need to to just put some more points up, put some more goals up so that people who don't go through the advanced analytics like Scott just did um, can stop freaking out about it. So I guess I fall a little bit more on Scott's side than, than Brian's side. But Well, I mean, I also feel like like it's probably due to happen soon too, which is kind of why I want to have this conversation now before it's a moot point. But um, yeah, I mean, but here's the thing, like for me, he, he, he's not in a position to be comfortable, comfortable. Like he should be pushing the needle and like pushing the pace because not just because he's a professional, but because like, if you're in a slump and this has been a season long slump, make no mistake about it. So, I mean, like, I just think there's a nose to nose for the net that I just haven't seen. Bridges, sorry about that glare. Um, there's a note, there's a nose for the net that I haven't really seen much out of them. Um, Bridges so, Bridget's got a nose for sunlight. <laughs> um, I, I'm curious. I'm literally like, if I lean forward, I'm you can't even see my face. I'm just blinded, so I'm gonna just lean back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Um, I'm curious, may, look, maybe he's not the player I thought he was. Maybe he, maybe my, my expectations for him are too high. Um, I thought when he was younger, he was somebody who went hard to the net, had good hands, uh, and, 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 and had a good work ethic. I mean, when he was a rookie, uh, in his sophomore season, like I never really complained about his work ethic ever actually it wasn't until the covid stuff with the bubble where people started to notice he had went in these long slumps and then the bruce cassidy stuff happened and since then and then he requested the trade so the first couple of years i i love the player and believe me like i know it sounds like i'm shitting on him i want him to succeed i want him to play well like i i actually think he's like a he seems like a good person and a funny personality um like i want him to do well but it just seems like it Outside of the stretch with Martian and Bergeron, it's just been not living up to his expectations as a as a point producer. And I'm curious, Scott, um, are there any? Um, well, first of all, I'll, two two questions. Do you find that he's using his speed and challenging inside ice as much as he should? And then my second question is: Are there any stats about 50-50 battle percentages? Probably not. That's probably way too tough to to to. Um, to, to figure out, but I feel like his bat, his, his 50, 50 battles, he's coming up short on most of them. And maybe I'm just being unfair, but that's what it seems like when I watch him. Yeah. We know that they, the Bruins track it internally, but there's not any public data on, on 50, 50 battles. Um, I, I do. I'm going to take a guess that DeBrusque might not be grading out great because we know Montgomery places a lot of stock in that. And when Montgomery is asked about DeBrus, he'll say like, yeah, he's doing a lot of things that help us win, but some of his details and habits are slipping because he's not scoring. And that's kind of what happens with all scores when they're not scoring. And, you know, to me, like that could be one of the things he's talking about. It's like, maybe he's not winning as many battles or whatever. Um, you know, I will say like, for the sake of fairness, because you can often make, you know, you can sort of pick and choose advanced stats. I'll highlight two that like clearly have to be better that are clearly off. When I just look at it last year. So this is just five on five. So this is taking the power play situation out of it. Last year, he had 10.1 shots on goal per 60 minutes at five on five this year, 8.2. So that's a, pretty significant drop off basically two full shots per 60 minutes another one high danger chances 
in individual high danger chances. Last year, he had 5.94 per 60 minutes. This year, 4.56. Again, like that's a pretty sizable drop. And I think, Brian, you asked about like getting to inside ice. And, you know, I think that's a pretty clear indication that like he's not there as much. One, he's not shooting as much in general. Two, he's not shooting as much from high danger areas right around the net. And yeah. like the, the one stretch he had where he had goals in back-to-back games, how did he score both of them? Right at the net, like driving to the net to bearing his own rebounds. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you see it and you see him get rewarded when he does it. And it, yeah, that that's not happening enough. So, and, yeah. And it's, it's, it's obvious to everybody and Jake, like that's, that's where he's successful. And, and what annoys me about him is that like, those are the hardest goals to get. And it's like, he just refuses to do it. And it's like, you know, that's where you make your bread and butter, but you refuse to do it because it's hard to do 82 games. And it's like, and that's what bothers me about him. It's like, I know, look, a lot of the, a lot of the analytics that you, that you talk about, Scott, like a lot of that can, can, can be, um, not fluffed up, but a lot of that can happen because of structure and positioning. And like, I do think he, he's a smart player. Like he gets positioning, he gets X's and O's. He knows where to be. He's, and and he's like, yeah, he, defensively, he's not a liability. And, and so a lot of those numbers will be, will, will be in his favor. But for the, like when I watch him play, the two areas that jump out to me were if he did this consistently, I wouldn't, you wouldn't even hear me talk about him not scoring is what I said. Like when I watch him on the boards, he loses a lot of battles and that comes down to effort. That's one man outworking another man. And then when his game is speed, like he's not using his speed to drive to the net and challenge defenders. If he does those things and isn't scoring, you won't hear a peep out of me. But those are just two things that jump off the page to me. And it's like, this kid is capable of both of those things, but he refuses to do it consistently. And if he did, I don't even think he would have these point slums because he'd be doing the right things all all the time. Um, and I know t- players can have games off and here and there, but you know, it seems like his games on are the anomaly. Like his best game in my one of his best games this year was in Detroit. He had a goal and an assist, and he also had five shots on goal, which was his season high for shots on goal in a game. Like no no surprise there. He was engaged. Um, so anyway, like I don't hate the player. I know he does a lot of things that don't hurt the team, but he just has so much, he has so much potential. And I just think a lot of it can be corrected by just being a little bit more hard nosed. And that's where, that's what it comes down to for me. Was that our last down? I think, I think it was. Yeah. I think, I think we, we made sure to save that for last because. Yeah. Cause we knew it was going to be a debate. And also, like, I literally can't escape the sun at this point. I know, like, if people are watching this, I'm, like, literally shrunken into, like, a corner of my um, screen because this is what's going on. So, um, yeah, I think we timed out. (laughs) I mean, like, I I feel, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I feel bad because, like, I don't, I don't dislike Jake DeBrusque. Like, if anybody listening is a big Jake DeBrusque fan, or hell, if Jake DeBrusque himself is listening, thanks for listening, Jake. Like I, I honestly, he always, he always listens. I honestly say this, like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bag on your favorite player. Like I honestly, it's because you don't hear me talking about Jacob Loco, not scoring or Oscar Steen. Like, you know, 
it's I'm pretty consistent. Like if, if I think somebody's capable of something and I just and I see it's not because of a lack of skill that they're not doing what they need to do, I'm gonna harp on it until I notice something change. And like I said, if I see him busting his ass and driving to the net and outworking guys on the boards and getting his getting his you know getting himself in the in the fight a little bit more and he's not scoring, I won't say a thing. Um, but until then, he might still be a down for me. Uh, any final uh, takeaways from you two? No, I don't think so. Nope. Okay. So what do we have coming up here for the Bruins? On Saturday, they have... Um, well, first Friday. They, they go back-to-back Friday, Saturday. Yeah, the, the Islanders and the Rangers, right? Yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, with travel back to Boston, though, not it's not just you hmm. know two New York games. but. Hmm. And um, was, is there, did, was there any clarity on Pavel Zaka's injury that he sustained? But what it was? No, I I still haven't seen anything like anyone who's been able to pinpoint what exactly it was. Hmm. Okay. And then the timeline on McAvoy and Zaka are still TBD, right? They're not. Yeah, that they're still considered day to day. Um, Bruins are Bruins are off Thursday, so the earliest we get anything would be Friday's morning skate for from you know whichever reporters are on long island for that game um also one other note saturday is another errors night and it's the the lunch pail ac which was the you know basically the, the post bobby Orr group um that you know made two stanley cup finals in the late 70s did not win lost both to the canadians famous uh too many men in the ice game was was that era um, but I know like that those teams are, you know, for people a little older than us, like a real fan favorite, just the, the, the way that they played, um, some of the personalities on that team, like, you know, led, led by Terry O'Reilly, but, um, stars like, like Brad Park and Rick Middleton. So that, mm. that should be cool seeing a, a bunch of those guys. What, what does that stand? What, what was that nickname? The lunch pill AC? Yeah. So I think it was just, a. Just based on like their hard work, you know, like take taking the lunch pail to work. Um, mm. I don't I don't know if Don Cherry coined it or if someone like coined it for him, but um, yeah. Okay. Looking forward to that. All right. Well, I assume the two of you are all set. So thank you all for listening and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you very soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 